Family, family, welcome to the new format, Herman 2 Intellectual Thuggery at its absolute finest. My name is Herb, that brother's name is 2. Come here, we chop it up, talk about issues impacting the black community. We talk about how they impact us individually, collectively. We talk through them, try to find some issues, uh, some solutions to overcome those issues uh, individually, but perhaps more importantly, overcome them as a collective. We thank y'all so very much for choosing to tune in to this particular conversation. Make sure you leave your comments. We want to hear what you got to say about it. Your input is valued. It is certainly appreciated. We would also kindly ask that you please share the conversation. Share with somebody. Share it on your page. Share it on your network. Anybody that you think would add value to this conversation or find value in this conversation, we welcome them to be a part of it. Again, it is Herb. And two, it is intellectual thuggery at its absolute finest. My name is Herb. His name is Two. So, what's happening, good brother? What's up, family? <clears throat> I'm blessed and highly favored as per usual. Yeah, man. I'm glad to hear you it. You know what I'm saying? My body breaking down, OG. Just by we've been sitting here, I didn't got a crook in my neck. This shit is already irritating. Man. I told you I had a I had a toe tumor. I got a tumor on my toe. It's fucking me up. I'm more interested in the solution that you told. You told me the solution. Are you, are you going to tell the rest of the family the solution? Cause I'm finna get my full, full homosexual on. <laughs> I, I'm finna get... Uh, Finna have to go get a pedicure, bro. You know, I was anti-pedicure. We had a conversation a couple weeks ago about man how I said, you know, that's how you know you're gay when right. you start going to get pedicures. Right. You know what I mean? Full body moisturizer. Yes, yeah, full body moisturizer action to the fullest to me. You hear me? <laughs> but, Listen, uh, it's gonna change your life. Once you get in there, they get the rubbing on your joints, they get you in a little hot water, they get the rub, you hit you up the legs and all that. You're gonna be like, this is fu- why have I been denying myself this? For so long, they're going to want to double back every few weeks. It's necessary either at this point, G. I, I, I bought a pair of kicks. You know, I'm a kick Connoisseur. fanatic. You know what I mean? And yeah. I bought a pair of kicks. I was out of Mississippi and bought a pair of kicks. And um, I got fat feet. Me too. You know what I mean? And these some running shoes, and they're not, they don't have no give in them. Yeah. So I got a, I guess a corn. I've never had a corn. Yeah. Man, this shit hurt. Yeah, this shit hurt bad. Like you, you know, I already got a bad hip, so that's on the right side. Mm-hmm. Now I got a cord on the left side. I'm almost immobile out this bitch. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I got teeter tottering down the street. This shit got a half a hip over here and a toe tube over here. This shit is terrible. Peg <laughs> leg walking dead. You know, I'm wobbling out this bitch. You that's, know what I mean? That's definitely that's definitely not what's up, bro. We got to get you together. You're gonna enjoy that. I promise you, you're gonna enjoy that. Uh, make sure you let me know when you go because I'm going. I want to document. Absolutely will I, not. I want to go. I want to document. It. <laughs> Absolutely I won't wanna, do that. I want to share with the family. Let everybody Absolutely see. Absolutely won't happen. It. it won't happen yeah, like it'd be, that. It'd be great content, man. We no, throw, not, throw it up on the Patreon mm, and all that. Mm, everybody can watch you get a not pedicure. That one. Not that one. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go all out. So I'm gonna go to the fish feet. You know that you seen the oh, fish feet. You gonna let them? Let them. I'm gonna do the whole demo. Be extra. Be extra. Extra asexual. And then I'm gonna be like, Nah, I never did that shit. Hey, <laughs> hey, that shit feel weird. The little fish biting at your. You did the yeah, fish feet thing. I've done it for like a few seconds. I didn't like it at all. I was like, in my there's life. nothing in the homo- homosexual culture that you've not done yet. The things that you think make <laughs> the things that you think means I suck dick is the wildest shit ever. Like <laughs> it's the wildest shit ever. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever, man. 
Uh, but yeah, man, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely. Oh, uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! Definitely go get your feet rubbed, though, man. Go ahead and let somebody handle that, uh, man. It, it'll be, it'll be dope. You, you will definitely. Uh, how crazy would that be? We go to the goddamn mingling, a uh, feet place with a whole camera crew. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great. I was uh, gonna pull out my phone and just just, just record it. It'd be classic material, right? It'd be there, fun, man. It'd be fun. It'd be it'd be all good. Yeah, man. but I'm legitimately questioning you because this hurts like nah, bad. Like I rode the bike over here, man. I was I'm feeling to get all the bike in I can get in. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm super fat boy and I'm irritated, so I didn't really get Me to too. something I wanted to get uh, in regards to like exercising and being on the bike. But outside, I, I have actually lost some weight. Yeah. But it's not good loss weight, right? It's yeah. stress loss weight. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I hung out. We got some family that came in town this weekend from Kentucky. So we was all over hanging out at my grandmama's house. And my cousins was videotaping. And, you know, they putting it all up on social media. I looked at myself. I said, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, so always when you peep your own self, you be like, dang. Why you oh, no. Why would you do that? I got the pregnant posture. Oh, no. Oh, speaking of press, I saw a picture of myself. I saw a picture of myself and... I was like, yo, why that angle? It was like a side angle. I'm like sitting down. It's like my stomach is like, I'm like, yo, this is, I got to get my life together, Joe. I'm not going to hold this shit is out of hand. The dead body is not the shit. You talking about having fat feet. I got fat feet too. I always had like wide feet, but I got to go like like a a pre-diabetes thingy majiggy test or something because I got some harachis and they kind of fit tight anyway, but I looked down at them the other day and like, my right ankle was like, like baked biscuit coming out my Hirachi type joint. <laughs> you feel me? And it, it tweaked me out because my left ankle was not like that. My left ankle was as it should look in my shoe. And my right ankle was, I'm like, wait, that's not cool. I'm like, maybe I've been eating too much crap out here because I'm out in New York and I'm eating crap and I'm drinking. I'm like, maybe I'm just, maybe I shouldn't, I need to get, my, get myself together because that's, it's not a good look, number one, but also it can't be freaking healthy. And I was like, damn. When I first looked at it, I was like, oh, it's, that must be just, you know, my Achilles, you know, whatever, flaring up because this shoe is tight. The other leg, though, it wasn't even, the, wasn't even the same leg. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm doing myself in. So we definitely, we, we got to get a program, because we, we need to get our life together, straight you know up. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be a sex symbol one day. I'm just going to survive for my children. You say going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be a sex symbol one day. As in in the future. In the future. As in not right now. Not right now. No. You're fucking bugging. No, no, no. You're not a sex symbol yet. You're fucking bugging. No, no. you like a low budget C movie sex symbol. That don't count. We got to get to, we, we got to get to. We got to get Idris Elba, yeah, Shamar we got to get to A-level, status. motherfucker. You got you got about five points left to get back. You got all, you closing your points at the C-level. We trying to get to the A-level, motherfucker. So, grade me on the curve, nigga. Yeah, no, okay. fuck all that curve grade, shit. Grade me on the curve. Don't grade me on a nigga with a in-home chef and a nutritionist <laughs> and, a, and a personal trainer and a makeup artist fuck and a 24-7 barber that mm-hmm. live with him. Nah, mm-hmm. son. I'm grading you against greatness. Listen here, man. This we trying to the top. The standard is the standard. To go to the top. The standard is the standard. I'm not gonna lie. I gotta be at least top five podcast <laughs> hosts. I'm not gonna hold you. Like I, I'm I, not gonna judge no men. So, I, I, but I'll say, I'll say this: there's some handsome I'll, niggas I'll say out there. This. Your top five C level podcast hosts for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It's, a, it's, for it's sure. A, it's some handsome niggas Gee, out there. That we gotta podcasts. get. We gotta bust a hundred views on YouTube. Once we we just got our ass whooped by. I said what I said. Six thousand views. And we was like, we get our ass whooped. Hey, right? hey. So when we look at motherfuckers, we got like four hundred thousand. Yeah. You know, a quarter million. Yeah. A million. 
We got to get to the A level standard, and we got to make you an A level sensitive. Listen, shout out, shout out to them sisters that do the podcast called "I Said What I Said." Uh, they numbers definitely kill Nas, which is one of the reasons why we moved <laughs> away from that from that title. We're just gonna stick with Herb and Two uh, Intellectual Thuggery, um, among some other reasons. But listen, I, even the t- even the high level, you know, grade A, you know what I'm saying, podcast like. Ain't nobody on Drink Champs fucking with me. I look better than all them niggas. DJ EFN and Nori. But it's Drink Champs, right? I love the show. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. But, but by the Shout very, out to them niggas. I do too. It's great, right? But by the very essence, the very nature of what they're talking about, and not even what they're talking about, yeah. the construct, yeah. Drink Champs. Yeah. They come in, they're scummy, drunk. They're low lives. <laughs> so That's what I'm saying. I, I know we laugh at the, the dirtbag shit. We play with the dirtbag, but we're not aiming to be dirtbags. It's intellectual thuggery. Intellectual thuggery, right? So we got to find a, a, a decent balance. Well, I'm, a dirt, I'm, I'm a low life. We're about to make the dirtbag shirt. It's definitely based, a dirtbag. But that's a behavior set. We can't look like dirtbags. I don't look Drink like a dirtbag. Sales, do we even look like dirtbags? <laughs> They're okay with that. We can't do that. Hey, I was watching Kevin Hart on the. Kevin Hart got an episode on that recently, and he was like, yo, y'all niggas, y'all company that's in the studio, niggas, you can't see, like, I don't feel safe. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah. these niggas, y'all gotta get them dressed yeah. better. They like they gonna rob me. So, yeah. like, they <laughs> All them niggas are still from Left Rack. That's, yeah. They still in Left Rack, G. They, <laughs> they still putting weed in their shoe and shit. This is not the environment we want. Hey, they different. Hey, Queens still looks like Queens. I was in Queens yeah, this man. morning, okay? I was in, I woke up in Queens this morning. Actually, I woke up in Jersey, but I had to go through Queens. Um, Queens is Queens, bro. The projects is still projecting, and you know, New York is kind of all projects anyway. Yeah, yeah man, it's, 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 like, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a bunch of buildings. It's 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 a it's a whole lot going Ain't on. No but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely top five podcast host. Period. Like C level, I give you that. C level, nah. we kicking ass. Nah. Once we get to two hundred views, Ain't nobody fuck- we gonna change the game. Wallow and Gilly not fucking with me. A lot of women like Joe Budden. Joe Budden is a nice looking guy. Cool Joe Bud. He's also he can also be top five. I I don't know. I'm not gonna go through the list. I don't know. But people like the white dude. But I'm gonna say this. That used to be on Joe Budden. But I'm gonna say this though. Joe Button. Yeah. Wallow Gilly. Yeah. Even the scumbags on Drink Champs. <laughs> right? They're being seen by a minimum a quarter million motherfuckers every time they get viewed. Sure. We're getting seen by 87.5 people. The world ain't ready. We're sea level. The world ain't ready to see We gonna get there. Level. I ain't mad at it. We, we, we gonna get there. It's, it's, it's a process, right? Yeah, Trust I, the process. I'm not tripping In the that. process, though, we're gonna make you an A-level sex symbol is what I'm saying. Okay. We gotta get your five points. You got your... You, you one point away from My being the king point. of the seas. <laughs> <laughs> you a star student at the sea level, motherfucker. I need to get to the gifted class? We gotta get to the gifted class. <laughs> right. We in remedial works right now. We gotta get to the motherfucking gifted program. We're in that little classroom yeah, in the basement. In the basement. In the corner, no windows. With no windows. <laughs> Nobody sees us here. Yeah. And they let them out 30 minutes after everybody else. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> they got their own recess. Well, yeah. Chris Rock said in a little classroom, they let them out 30 minutes before everybody else, <laughs> just in case they go crazy, they only fuck up other crazy kids. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny as hell. That's good. Yeah, That's so pretty we good. Gonna, we gonna get on the program, G. We gonna get to get on our uh, get your points back program. That's what's gonna be called. That is mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. I bet you Brian Frost gonna be like, nigga, I'm top five. 
You know Did you see my ass guy? Right, right. <laughs> Fucking Chris Levy. No, I'm top. Chris Levy's running for office. South of Chris hey, Levy. Shout out to Chris Levy running for Alderman. Running That's for fifth amazing. Fourth, Alderman. South of Chris Levy, man. Anything we could do to, to, to advance the movement, let us know, my brother. We want nothing but the best for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still top five, though. Um, speaking of being out in New York, man, I was out in New York for the Bears game this past weekend. Um, Bears huff as fuck. Let's just address that. Off but GP. Bears been huff as fuck since 85. 85. Yeah, that's true. Um, not they, had, they had a couple good seasons yeah. in between. Yeah, they got to, the, they got they got to the, the Super Bowl one more. What year was that? They got the Super Bowl. And they got the Super Bowl 06. 06. Yeah, 06. And that was like Super Bowl. the luckiest season in the history of lucky seasons, if I remember correctly. No, nah, they was good. They were legit. Who was quarterback then? Rex Grossman was their quarterback. Yeah, that was the luckiest season in the season. Nah, they, 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 they defense was legit, and their running game was good. They had Thomas Jones and Cedric Benson, their running back. They had Moose and Muhammad, they could throw the ball to. Greg Olson, they could throw the ball to. Um, and they had a defense that was just... It was, Wait, it was, Thomas Jones, is that the one who acted now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Thomas what, Jones I just seen now. him in some movie whooping somebody ass. He was whooping some chick. He was an abusive dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thomas, Jones, Thomas Jones is acting now. But that, that Bears team was good. They had a couple other good teams. Uh, but really, uh, a handful at most since 85. A handful of good teams at most since 85. And this year is not one of those years. They uh, lost to the Giants 20-12. to 12. They could only manage four field goals the entirety of the game. It was not good. Just just generally not good. Justin, Justin Fields continues to develop, but it is a roller coaster watching that young man play football. He's got the talent. He's got all the ability. He's got the gifted tools. He can run. He's got the legs, the speed. He's got the arm talent to make all of the throws, but just catching up to it mentally right now as he tries to digest his second offense in two years is, is a challenge. He's late with the ball. He's missing receivers. He's doing some things that just – and it's maddening because – like, you go back to the Giants game on, I think, their third drive. He hit a 56-yard ball down the sideline of Darnell Mooney, which was an absolutely perfect throw. Couldn't have walked it down there any better. And then after that, a few plays later, he comes out, bootlegs around, misses his tight end wide open for what could have been a touchdown. He just didn't throw it. I asked him, I'm like, bro, this up and down thing, you hit the perfect throw. Then you come back, you can't make the little short throw. And he was like, yeah, I, I got to read it inside out. And next time I'll do this, I'm like, yeah, this just it's maddening watching the up and down with him. But I think he'll be fine. But this Bears team, they eh. – Huff. You know, I've been the quarterback, the Giants quarterback football for a minute. Uh, but there's a few things that happened in football that was interesting to me this week. Yeah. But outside of that, I saw an article and I didn't really, I didn't read it, but I thought it was interesting just off the headline. Yeah. And they were talking about uh, Justin Fields development and they were talking about the racist organization that is uh, the McCaskey family. If they weren't, they probably would have Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes as opposed to having moved, traded up to draft Mitchell Trubisky at number two in the 2017 draft, which was absolutely terrible. Anybody with eyes knew Deshaun Watson was the guy to take. Some people thought Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes obviously has developed into one of the best in the league, but everybody knew Deshaun Watson was the goods. Now, the you know sexual assault allegations and all that notwithstanding, mm -hmm. everybody knew he was the guy. And the Bears should have pulled the trigger on him, but you couldn't take neither one of those black quarterbacks. They had to go get the white boy from North Carolina who had 13 college starts and was not nearly the caliber of player that those other two kids were. But the article was hinting at, and I, and this is something I recognized with the Bulls for a long time, too. I was shocked when they took Justin Fields. Right. Absolutely that, shocked. Yeah, I know that was a big conversation when they took Justin Fields, but outside of that, just the very racist, racist nature of Chicago sports, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you have these star caliber players here, and this is like not just with – Football, basketball, baseball, the whole demo. 
right? And then for people outside of the joint, like the Bulls owner, he Ryan's does. They own the Bulls. They own the Sox. Sox yeah. Uh, Blackhawks too, don't they? No, no, not the Blackhawks. Okay, but you see these. Franchise players, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Come here and not really be shit because they don't surround them with the shit they need to be the guys yeah. they got to be. Yeah. And then they leave here after a few years and they become something special. Yeah. And that's kind of what the article was hinting at. Like, man, I enjoy watching Justin Fields right now, but I know he's not going to achieve at the level he's supposed to achieve at being in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But when he finally gets up out of here, it's going to be something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it would be unfortunate for that to come to pass. It's certainly a possibility. Um, I still believe highly in him. I think that he can develop into, you know, the player that that he thinks he can be and the Bears want him to be. Uh, we'll see how that continues to go. Certainly didn't work out for them. Uh, how about this, this though, just in standing the football ramp? Yeah. You hear the story, the breaking stories about AB in Dubai showing his joint off. And yeah, I saw, I heard some conflicting reports about how that came to be. But yeah, I definitely heard about it. You, did you see the videos at all? Uh, I did see one of the videos, yeah. So I got a problem with this shit. Okay. Right? I got a problem. And I'm not a, a super fan of AB, none of that shit. I think AB is kind of crazy. Yeah. Right? But the way they're having the kind or shaping a narrative around this shit is false than a motherfucker. Yeah. Right. Granted, it was what it was. He right. joined out naked in the pool. They was wilding in the they pool. They wilding in the pool. But so was the woman. But so was the chick. She was with all the bullshit. Took his boxes, Took ran his off. boxes, ran off. All, they doing whatever they doing. They wilding. They wilding, right? And they now, beat. your boxes still have to come off, but they up, they wilding. They still, they're wilding together. Right. Right. He didn't, he was not offending his woman. She no. was for the shit. She was with it. She was with the shit. Yeah. You understand me? For sure. Uh, but he made it, he came out with a statement and it was interesting. He was like, man, they, the, the NFL is going through some bullshit and they're trying to take the heat off them by plastering the world with this, this making this a sports story. Yeah. He was like, I'm, a, I'm tired. I don't play sports. Yeah. Right? So why the fuck is y'all talking about me? That was his statement, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, the, the, the controversy that the NFL is trying to avoid is the shit that went down with the Miami boy yeah. in regards to the concussion. Yeah. I see it a little bit differently, though. Yeah. He's right? not a big enough star for that, but I see his point. I see it as the Brett Favre conversation. Yeah. How many ways can we not talk about Brett Favre? Yeah. How many ways can we put this back on the black man? Yeah. Who's the most referenced comedian on Herbin too? Chris Rock. Chris Rock. What did he say? He was like, listen, he was like, everything that happened is just a way for them to get your man off the wall. Ooh, they kidnapped some girls? Good, 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 good. like, anything, like, who was it that talked about uh, they called Michael Jackson up? Like, hey, oh, that was, that was Dave Chappelle. He was like, he was like, Michael? He was talking about like the war or the economy or something. He's like, Michael, we need you to touch another kid. <laughs> Oh shit! Anything to get their man off the wall or whatnot. Man, the banana in the tailpipe is a motherfucker, boy. It's legit, and it works. Oh, it does work, right? Email Doka, Anthony, AB, uh, anything but Brett Favre and check game, motherfuckers who know Brett Favre just got in some more trouble because yeah. they just found some more money. This nigga and stuff. Yeah. This motherfucker been stealing from black people for the last 25 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, this is some funny shit. I ain't gonna lie. I think it was Joe Buzz. I don't know. He said this shit. Now, every. It just was funny to me. Mm-hmm. He said, "Bad Brett Favre is the Carl Malone of white people," <laughs> <laughs> and I knew exactly what he meant. <laughs> I thought that shit was funny as hell. Hey, Carl Malone is an ain't shit dude. Hey man, he said it was. He was like, he's the Carl Malone of white people. 
That shit was funny to me, man. Carmelo is legit, ain't shit, Joe. That's he's legit, ain't shit. Like he had, he had, he, he, he had a kid he didn't claim for a long time. More than one. Yeah, I was, one of the boys like ended up going to like NFL or something for a the while. Daughter went to the uh, WNBA. Yeah, she don't fuck with him. He's a wild boy. He's a wild, and, and she was like a. It was like a. The mom was like, "This was some George Foreman shit." His mom was like thirteen. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. Yeah, he he different man. He didn't. He probably didn't like him because they was black. Yeah, he different. He's a nigger lover. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like that skit from Brett Favre so. the car below of white people. That's funny, man. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. That's funny. I I, I will say about AB, man. I'm, I'm I'm concerned about his his brain, G. Like his actual brain. I think he's the CTE. I think he has it, bro. Like some of the stuff he does is not the behavior of a healthy minded individual. And I think that he's has he's had several concussions, most notably a linebacker named Vontez Burfict, who used to play for the Bengals, uh hit him and knocked him out in the middle of the field with a vicious, blatantly illegal hit, helmet to helmet, knocked him out. Um and it was trash. And I remember uh Pac-Man Jones who was on um one of the host of of is it, uh not the pivot the not other the pivot one. the other one. Um that's that's messed up. Right. Because the other one was like the big shit to the pivot came out. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I am an athlete. I, I am an athlete. athlete. I am athlete. Right. Uh, I am shout athlete. out to both of them shows. Both yeah, of our brilliant to shows. Brandon both Marshall, shows. Pac-Man Jones. Uh, who else is on I am athlete? Uh, Chad Johnson, I think. Sometimes. Uh, right. Uh, and then and then Pivot's got Ryan Clark, Shannon Crowder, and Fred Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, Pac-Man Jones infamously came out after that hit to to AB. AB and was like, man, he wasn't hurt for real. He just he was faking. AB face down on the field, like knocked out. He's like, he wasn't hurt. He was faking. He was trying to draw the flag, right? So he come out mad about that after the game. And he was like, uh so later in the week as this controversy kind of grows, he was like, all right, look, if he play if he if he don't play next week, which is like a playoff game, he's like, if he don't play next week, I apologize. You know what I mean? Um that's the play. And he's like, if you don't play next week, I will apologize. And AB did miss the following game with the concussion. And, you know, so uh, Pac-Man came out and apologized. Said, okay, I was wrong, man. My bad, AB, whatever. Uh, he was actually knocked out. But anyway, uh, I just, and I see some of the stuff he does, man, and some of the stuff he has been doing since that hit in particular. Because uh, before then, you didn't really hear much about AB. He was just a stud. He was just, he he had the, one of the best, if not the best, Four-year runs a wide receiver has ever had in the history of the National Football League. The dude was 1,300, 1,400, 1,500, 1,600 yards, 12 touchdowns, 15 touchdowns, like four straight seasons just putting up astronomical numbers in the league. Uh, And he continued to be productive even after that, but that's when you start to see the behavior stuff go kind of crazy. It also coincided with major contracts and stuff like that. That's what I was about to bring forth. Yeah. Right. So I got not to say the concussions aren't the concussions. Yeah. Right? That that brain injury is a brain injury. Yeah. But when you think about somebody like A B or you think about, I don't know, the vast majority of star athletes, mm-hmm. they don't become star athletes when they get here. They've yeah. been star athletes since six, seven oh, years no doubt. old. No doubt. Right? And if you understand youth sports, if you understand high school sports, if you understand college sports, and then you understand the kind of rearing that those people get, they live in a false world. Oh, yeah, it's sure. a false reality. For sure. Right? There's no 
accountability for anything in a lot of ways, for depending sure. on how good you are at whatever you are at. No doubt. Right? So, you know, I hear all this shit. And, I, and again, I don't want to discount what getting hit in the fucking head feels like right. and how it can shape thought. Right. I don't want to do none of that. Right. But just the very essence of being a child and your frontal lobe don't develop till you're 25. Sure. Right? And you've experienced your whole life in this kind of cocoon of fantasy. Of lack of accountability. Of lack of accountability. You know, yeah. you, you really don't got to study. Yeah. You don't, Your school, in, I don't want to say your school in particular, but I know specifically Caston went to that school, who, which is one of the highest academic achieving schools in the city of Chicago. Yeah, Whitney Young has a, a very rigorous academic curriculum. But they also and have superstar fucking super athletes. athletes that that otherwise would not meet the standard. Not at all. And they ain't meeting the standards while they there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's allowed. And then they go to college and it's allowed. And this is all poor. Yeah. And then you get to the to the professional level and not only is this lack of accountability behavior been allowed, but now it's being undergirded by millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Right? And this shit gets outrageous. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just is. Like we was talking the other day. When I went to, I was like, football players, specifically at them higher levels, they're just different. Different kind of cuts. They, they're different. Yeah, they ain't got to have one pass at all. Just being around them motherfuckers, you like, oh, you. Football. Just different. Football. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hung out in Caribou, Canada, 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 mm -hmm. with a whole team of motherfuckers, like elite college football players. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the whole fucking week, I was nervous. Like, this different. shit ain't healthy. Different dudes. This shit ain't healthy. Different dudes. And they different dudes, not only, I mean, not only just the mentality of football players, but socially, they are different dudes because, so on the one hand, everybody who knows them treats them the same way people would treat basketball players. If you don't know them, they're just a big motherfucker. And mm -hmm. all of them ain't big. Let's be clear. You yeah, know what I'm saying? A lot of small not, football yeah, players. A lot you of know what I mean? Uh, a, a, we talking about AB being one of the best receivers. AB's... 5'9 of the 170 pounds. Yeah. You would not think shit about A.B. Walker past you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he work out, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Solid 170. It would break, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, he work out, but you wouldn't be like, you wouldn't just assume that he was a professional athlete per se. Mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, basketball players, they 6'9, you know what I'm saying? They walk past, you, like, damn, this nigga got a hoop. Plus, they don't have on shit but shorts and a tank top. Everybody can see them. Mm -hmm. You don't, you can't see football players. Your favorite football player, they pick one. You don't know what that motherfucker would look like for real. You know what I mean? He's number one he for the Bears. He got to be the darling of the league. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you if you take any team, maybe you could you could pick out five of them just off looks. The other 48 niggas, they just jerseys. Mm -hmm. And so they come up to you like, yo, my name is Vontaze Perfect, number 55 for the Bengals. It's like, bro, I ain't ask you that shit. Like, we just in the club. Like, I'm just saying, what's up? Mm -hmm. I ain't ask you shit about that, bro. But that's how they move. And so they, they, they just kind of like extra. You know what I'm saying? Extra, extra, extra all the time. They doing the most. And it's like, hey, calm the fuck down, bro. But that's 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 legit, man. Uh, speaking of of mental illness and football, while I was at the Bears game, inside the press box at MetLife Stadium, somebody, I don't know how they got in the press box, because it's the whole process and this particular stadium at the Giant Stadium, they got fucking scanners for every door you go in. They got a you got to scan your credential and beep 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 to get in. Mm -hmm. But anyway, some point in the game, somebody snuck up into the press box and runs from one end of the press box, which is long, the, like the length of the field, runs from one end of the press box all the way to the other end. 
just moaning and grunting. Uh, 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 I'm coming. I'm coming. And we like, what the fuck? So you turn around, you just hear this shit running down. Like, hey, mental illness is fucking real. Do you hear security like scrambling and shit? I'm like, hey, these motherfuckers crazy, man. But I ain't, I ain't even going to deny that it might be mental illness. Right? <laughs> fuckers is crazy. But bro. you know, I push back against that mental illness shit all the time when I say, Social illness, right? yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, 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 there's a, a desire to be seen. That's facts, right? There's a desire to. It's like we all are narcissists. This That's point. facts. You know what I mean. Yeah. And the only way I can feel valued is if the world sees me somehow, in whatever way. It don't even matter. That's true. Right. I remember there was a shorty, and he's changed his life around or whatever. But he used to be. He was a celebrity on YouTube called Boom Gang. Oh yeah. He like Super Jesus now. Yeah, Super Jesus now, yeah. right? But he would just go through, like, he would go to the wildest measures to do the most outrageously insane shit. I still want to beat his ass for what he did to the to the to the jury man out on the street in New York. I don't even know. I didn't watch him like that, but I even ran across a video or something. I was like, people yeah, seen, pay attention to this shit. I seen a couple of his videos, but the one, I, the only one I can really remember, he's walking down the street, you know. Like in like, you know, like 125th and Harlem, they all out there with their street vendors and they got their table set up and the jury and all that. And he, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he's going crazy. I'm like, you're going to do what? And then he just goes, launches himself in the air and crashes down on this man's jury table, destroys all his merch, fuck his shit up. He get up and just run away. I'm like, yo, like, why the fuck would you do that to that man? But it's a cyclical thing, yeah. right? I look yeah. at the little rapper boy, uh, Blueface. He looks like Boom Game to me. He does. He has the same kind of tattoos. He does. Now you think about it, he got a girlfriend who's doing out those outrageous behavior. Yeah. She's got a teeth knocked out of fucking mouth. She's got a false tooth with his face. It's like a lot of wild shit. Excellent. And she's like a celebrity from these from behaviors, that, yeah. these antics, yeah. right? So shout out to my nephew, little TJ, too. He just dropped a new movie on Hulu, a new series on Hulu. Uh, I can't remember the name of the series. That's fucked up. That's wonderful too. I know that's now shitty. we have to find the fucking. Now we gotta say the name of the series on Hulu because it's it's to us by Carrie Hilson. It's Papa and uh, T is one of the main. Little T is one of the main characters, but it's a good series too. I watched the whole shit in one night. Uh, but I, I'm only telling the story because they just did a 2K drop for the new 2K game in LA. And I was talking to Little T and, and Big TJ and Boog all them went to the 2K drop. And they said they in the in the game in the, in the drop playing the game. And it's Chris Brown and a few other people's like right next to Lil T. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to the, uh, nephew for being a reasonable doubt. It's a great film. If y'all get a chance, y'all got Hulu. Uh, go check out Reasonable Doubt. My nephew's a superstar in the making for sure. Let's go. Uh, but but I'm talking to him. We just you know regular chopping it up on some family shit. That ain't nothing big at all. Right. And uh, they was telling me that Chris Brown was at this 2K thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, just because I know Lil T, like he's into dancing and singing yeah, and all that type of stuff. So I was like, man, you did you get to meet Chris Brown? Yeah. And he was like, man, Uncle 2, I ain't tripping on no damn Chris Brown. Right. He was like, but Christine, the, the blue face girl came in, he lost his goddamn mind. But see how this is shaping the culture. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, here's Chris Brown, who actually, who's done real think stuff. Of, think about Chris Brown. He's done real shit. He has a real talent. You Widely regarded mean? as the Michael Jackson of his generation. <laughs> Widely regarded as the Michael Jackson of his generation. Mm -hmm. And Christine Rocks comes in the room and she dims his fucking light. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's bananas. Bro. But you see it trickling down. Like you said, uh, I just seen a video of a, a, a high school football game. 
It's a high school football game, and one of the students runs onto the field, holding a flag, running across the field. The flag just reads, I eat ass. That's what the flag says. He runs across the field in the middle, cuts in the middle of the football game, runs across the field. Police end up grabbing him, slamming him on his shit. But for attention, right, to go viral, he's willing to run across the middle of the football field where the flag says, I eat ass as a high school kid. I can't remember the Talib line verbatim, but he was like, we got us reading for pars. Now he said, we want to be stars, not the one between Venus and Mars, but the ones that be reading for pars. Mm. Like, we are all kind of ingratiated in this wannabe celebrity culture. Yeah. And because you can kind of, you know, set your iPhone up and upload to essentially what is a distribution channel. Yeah. It legitimately happens for some people. It's true. Right? So you you think about just Hollywood by the very nature of Hollywood. It's true. Right? Anybody that been to L.A. know everybody you meet in L.A. is a motherfucking actor or actress. No doubt. I don't give a fuck what they do. They might be cleaning Aspire. floors, but they are actress oh, and yeah. an actor. Oh, yeah. Right? That's what if you ever been out to the clubs in L.A., it's like you're nobody, but it's a show. That's it. You know what I mean? I remember the first time I went to L.A., G., and I'm a teenager. Well, let me not say the first time, but the first time I'm on my own shit, on right. some hangout shit. So we going to a club and shit. I, I'm, gee, Dougie Fresh. You hear me? Gotta be. Got all that shit on. You hear me? <laughs> I'm finna shut the streets down. You hear me? I got them. like some Gucci glasses or some Dosey oh, glasses shit. or some shit. I don't know what they was. But it was some shit that I was like, nigga, wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So we going out, bro, and I get to the club. And it was a thousand niggas that looked like me. I said, man, let me take this shit off, man. This is some corny shit. But it was the it was the wackest experience from that point forward. I never really had a good time in LA up until recently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, man, this is the most counterfeit plastic ass shit in the world. But now that culture, because of the the, the prominence of the internet, yeah. that culture is everywhere culture. Right? So yeah, I uh I uh I'm a student or I don't really have a job on it, but now I'm a, I'm a, everybody's an aspiring rapper. Or yeah. Everybody's an aspiring YouTuber. Or it's facts. It's nobody, like you talk to the average 15, 16, 17 year old. It, you That's what they want to be. Hard pressed to find even motherfucker be like, I want to hoop. Yeah, no, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be an influencer. Yeah, I just want to influence motherfuckers. You know what I mean? That's interesting. G. That's some narcissistic shit. And I guess I'm the pot calling the kettle black because here we are sitting in front of fucking cameras talking to YouTube and Instagram, true, true to a, to a, to a degree, man. I, I just think that you know we kind of we grew up in a in a, in a generation, even the, you know with the difference of, of of ours, where only a very select amount of people wanted to be famous. You know what I'm saying? Wanted to be out in the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Now you could be cool, you could be popular, you could be that dude, but that wasn't like your choice to be like, yo, I I want to be front and center. These shorties want to be front and center. They want to be. You know, in the spotlight, and they're gonna do kind of whatever to, to to be able to do that. And it's 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 interesting, man. I'm 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 interested. I'm curious just how it would be if you had like social media at like the height of the crack year. I'm talking about late '80s. You know what I'm saying? '87, '88. You know what I'm saying? Harlem. It would have been terrible. Like, cause some of them niggas absolutely wanted to be stars. They wanted to be on par with. The the Rockhams and the Big Daddy Canes or the whoever the athletes mm -hmm. were they wanted to, they wanted to hang out with them they had just as much money if not more and they had the flashy jewelry and they would show up at the little spot and you know what I'm saying go crazy 
I, I, I wonder what that would have been like. But see, I'm from a gen- different generation than you. I'm yeah. from that generation. Yeah, like could, I right. lived it. Yeah, you could. Right, right, right. right? And I'm going to say this. Even in regards to like New York or L.A., Chicago's such a different demon. Right? Like some of the niggas who was them niggas in them eras or becoming them niggas in them eras is legitimately my closest friends to this day. You know what I mean? Bruh, none of them niggas, and they got the bread. None of them drove big fancy cars. None of them stunted like that, right? One of my partners, G, who was getting it, getting it, getting it, still getting it, put it in perspective. The rap niggas that people look up to today come to town and check in with this man because they look up to him today. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's and I, that's neither here nor there. He my man, but I don't advocate for the life he chose. Right. It just is what it is, right? right? But I remember for all of our 20s damn near, mm-hmm. right, the man had a two-door Yukon with a den in the side of it. Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't know, you didn't know. You wouldn't assume. You know what I mean? Right. And he was getting money in different states and all that. I remember for one moment, and he had a a, a underboss, let's call it. Sure. He's riding around in the big Jaguar. He's riding around in the big Benz. He's riding around in the big distance. Because he's a lieutenant. He wants you to believe. He, you need to know I'm somebody. But based the, the dynamic of Chicago, too, right. right? My man sees this, and I think he was influenced by his lieutenant. And he went out and got him a nice car. And it wasn't even the big thing. It just was a nice band. Yeah. Went out of state, caught a Rico. Yeah. Right? Had to sit down. The lieutenant who was riding around as the man, within a month, he was dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the sharks smell blood. It's time to rally now. But back to the dynamic of them other places. Mm-hmm. Right? You hear the story of uh, New York and in Harlem and how, you know, you could go to Dapper Dan's at 1 o'clock in the yeah. morning and get you a Gucci suit because that was the culture. Yeah. Or they was all hanging out in front of the hot dog star. The whole uh, uh, pay, the full. pay the full movie. Yeah. Right, where yeah. everybody was stunned. Oh, you got the gold BBs? Let me right. let me show you. It's my Thursday car. This is my Thursday car. How about something else? You got a Jeep every bump on your face. Nigga. We we talk a lot about Chicago being like, Chicago is, is, is the black populace of Chicago only exists yeah. because of the great migration. For sure. So these are southern niggas at their core, right? Our granddaddy was from somewhere in the south. No doubt. You know what I mean? Most likely Mississippi and Alabama. Yeah. Or Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. You know what I mean? So we don't carry it like that. Yeah. We never carry it like that. And shit is severe here. Like you said, they, as soon as they smell water, uh, blood in the water. The sharks are circling. They knocking your head off, bro. Period. It's, it's not a fashion show. It's not a parade. Nah. Most This is like blue collar work. Nah, it's like that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like just, that. it's very interesting for even to be of that era, but to be from this city and to go to another city and see how they carry it, right? Like you see the American gangsters. Ain't no Chicago American gangster stories, bro. No, I won't do that. And we one of the biggest gangster towns in America. I won't do that. But even even like like Smack DVD, right? When at the height of Smack DVD, and shout out to all that stuff they doing right now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Smack grinded on that shit for a long time. But when they was doing the Smack DVD and just going down the street with the cameras and going around different hoods, cats was thirsty to be on that, right? And it was par rap, par street shit. And they came here and did one and Bump put out that song like, tell Smack, better not come around here on no camera shit. That's real. He'll say, you come to, we come, come do the rap shit over there. Don't come around here on that, on no camera shit, Joe. We don't do that. Don't do, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we don't do that. It's, so it's, 
for me to be ingratiated in that culture and didn't see the the total blatant shift, right? We was talking a couple weeks ago about the little producer boy from Chicago, Hitmaker, and I know Hitmaker, Christian, right? He talking about one of my partners on there. Yeah, for sure. Right? And they laughing and they joking. He was like, Chicago Suge Knight. You know, they calling him all these names or whatever. The show reached out to him to have a conversation. He was like, man, I'm not... Trying to get on nobody camera and talk right. about this shit. Right. And I'm on the I'm on the back end because the culture shifts so much, they've made that shit profitable now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just a very interesting dynamic to be in. It's, it's in my mind too, is why the show used to be busting their gun the way they bust their gun, because it's damn near celebrity attached to being a criminal. That leads us perfectly into a couple of our next things. One, uh the, all the different revelations that's come out about the murder of of PNB Rock. Uh, who was, you know, unfortunately slain at the chicken and waffles out in L.A. Um, and, you know, as soon as the story broke and the video went out, instantly it was, you know, rumors about this, that, and the third. His girlfriend had tweeted or, or Instagrammed out their location. And, you know, they started going through all the history of, you know, her and whatnot. And um, ultimately, uh, it came to be uh, more of a situation of wrong place, wrong time. It was a family of robbers. Uh, the father and the son were sitting in the parking lot, saw him come in. The father sent the son in there to rob him. Whatever went left, he ended up killing that man inside the chicken and waffles. The mother either drove the getaway car or ate in the bed somehow afterwards. Um, and, you know, it just speaks to you know, where we at in terms of, of, of capitalism versus community, you know what I mean? Capitalism versus culture and where we are willing to stoop uh, in terms of that. It's, it's, a, it's a real, real sad story to see the, uh, the son was 17 years old. You've seen your 17-year-old son into a public restaurant to rob this rapper because you see him come in with his jewelry on and whatnot with his lady and, you know, your son ends up killing this man in the restaurant. So, it's a few things, like even in the way you just intro that topic, right? The difference between capitalism and community. I'm going to reference the Joe Budden podcast again. <clears throat> there was a conversation they was having. They always kind of joke about being like Joe being a capitalist mm-hmm. and Joe being an elitist. Joe's getting money for the real first time in his life. <clears throat> and he's, you know... uh He's enjoying being yeah. Joe with money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And his homies, Ish and Ice, which seemingly, I don't know the, the story, but it seems like they real homies, so they know him pre and post money. Right. <clears throat> and they always had these conversations like, Joe, you a capitalist? Or then Joe would be like, Ish, you a capitalist? You know what I mean? And then they had this conversation, but they don't really grasp what capitalism is. What they really talking about is elitist and greed. Mm-hmm. But... I was listening to them have these conversations and they didn't really know or understand what capitalism is by definition because they praise capitalism. Right. Right? Right. And the shit that is interesting to me about this PNB rock story is all of the ancillary stories that have come about afterwards. Right? You got all these motherfucking LA street figures talking about how you got to know your surroundings or you can't be in this place or that place and that place and that place. And it's interesting to me because we never question the dynamic that created that energy to say you shouldn't be here because you getting mm-hmm. we never even think about that it's kind of like the old block calumet building conversation we was having with will the other day sure 
You know what I mean? He was like, and Will saying, well, the project used to be right. nice. Right. Right? But something, sh- the building ain't move. Right. Something shifted in the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have all these stories come about, though. This is Grasco's is in this part of LA. And if you from out of town, you shouldn't come. Man, who the fuck are you to say why well, I can't come? Right. But I, I get the philosophy behind it. But I'm always wondering, like, why don't we never go back another layer? Why don't we never question that shit? Why can't we come here? Right. This is where we from. Right. This is our people. Right. Why I got to go eat with the white folks to feel comfortable? Right. Why I got to go to the Roscoe's and the, the white? Because that's what you're really saying. Right. In the white neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then on the back end of that, the people who have created or at least lived in the, or stuck in the downtrodden areas, we looking at those of us who have saying, why ain't you coming back? Why ain't you helping? Why ain't you part of the ecosystem? You can't have it both it, ways. You can't have it both ways. It's circular and oxymoronic. Yeah. But getting back to the very definition of capitalism, what it, it's a system of government, right? And be clear, we all are playing in the system, but we are not all benefiting from said system. Facts. Right? Only those Nor at the, were we meant to. No, what we meant to. Only those at the top of the... Joe Budden ain't at the top of the conversation, bro. You're not a capitalist. No. Not in that sense. True. Right? Not in that sense. So it's the motherfuckers aspiring like all the other people in LA. Yeah, you, you, know I mean? you but Whether you very low on the totem pole, so my nigga. Like you talk about the actors and everybody going to LA to be an actor or entertainer, and it's like even if they busting tables at the at a local restaurant, yeah, that's still the aspiration. You yeah, know what I mean? You, you, that's and that's how the game is played, right? They keep you in this kind of aspirational state. Right. And what is like Salim always says, it, 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 it undergirds and rewards. It's, 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 it's. it's People who don't deserve to be rewarded, right? right. It, it, right. it undergirds and rewards bad behavior. It does, right? So what happens is, is and it sounds insane, but they didn't rob three people. This family have robbed three people. A few questions we got to ask ourselves: mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on with that family? But well, this has become their means of survival. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What the fuck is going on with that? Because you got a mama there, right? And I right. know. Traditionally, how we see mamas, like the nurturer. What is it in that nurturing being by her very design? That's it. I'm gonna send it's my gonna sit in there with my underage son mm-hmm. and watch him rock. Not even the murder, because let's say, because these other three people, they ain't murdered them. Right. Let's say it went left. Let's just say this one went left. Right. Right. Which eventually a robbery will do. It is. You know, that's true, right? What you gonna do when the motherfuckers say, no, I ain't giving it to you? 15 up, you got no smoke. Then what? Then you got to respond. Right. You know what I mean? And right. it's, it's, it gets back to that Monica manhood. Can you beat my ass then? Because right. now it's game on. Because I'm sure PNB Rock looked at him like, Shorty, the fuck out of here. And now Shorty got a decision to make. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, but that's one end of the conversation, right? One end is like, what the fuck? How bad is our communities when this is a family business? This is a family racket with your mama. Right. Right? Broad and your day. minor son and your daddy. Right? That's one conversation. Broad day at a popular chain restaurant. That's one conversation. But then the next conversation is too getting back to the PNB rock version of how capitalism affects us mentally and creates this social paradigm, this dynamic. Mm-hmm. You are in the bottoms. And you got on a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Your girl got on a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar purse. And this, we talking about PNB Rock, but we all know the beauticians that do the same shit yeah. in the hood every day, yeah. right? And I'm gonna be real with you, right? The vultures go and wait for the beauticians oh, to yeah. get off work. Oh yeah, 
And they all in they shit. Follow these social media pages with these people counting all this cash and all this other I'm stuff. I'm on your ass. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's, it's, it's a circular conversation, right? It's like, the motherfuckers who getting it just a little bit because you ain't really getting it. Mm-hmm. Right? But because getting it means so much. Yeah. Right? To us. Yeah. And, and it's really those of us who ain't getting it who it means so much to. So when we get a little bit of it, we got to wear it. I got to show you. Right, got to show you. I elevated just a little bit above you. I didn't elevate it, right? And this is what I mean about that that culture, this narcissist culture, right? I just told you, my man, his whole twenties. I know this nigga was a millionaire. You come with a big ass den. It wasn't even like a little den. It was like this is fucked up. <laughs> you gonna fix your door, my man? You gonna fix your door? Nope. I don't give a fuck. It run. I'm good, right? But he was hiding from the success, right? Hiding from the visibility of people knowing his paper because he know how knew how detrimental that could be. Yeah. Right. Twenty years later, motherfuckers don't even get it like he got it and spending their last to look like they got it, and motherfuckers is running them down. It's unfortunate, man. But yeah. all of those are remnants of capitalism. Right. 100%. It gets more. What's the word that we quote the wire all the time? Right, the game ain't changed. You just got more fears. Mm-hmm. Why? Because motherfuckers is more broke. Because the top and the pie ain't getting no bigger, but the top is taking much more of the pie. It's less at the bottom. It's less at the bottom, man. Now we're gonna do whatever to get to it, and it and creates those cultures. It 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 one hundred percent creates those cultures, and you know it's 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 unfortunate, man. It's absolutely terrible that it cost P and B Rock his life. It's absolutely terrible that that young that 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 young boy didn't really have. A choice. He was clearly born into some fucking high-level dysfunction. And it led him to to commit a murder in broad daylight in a busy restaurant. Also, side note, I think it's fucking sick that that murder is going to be fiscally positive for chicken and waffles. For Roscoe's. Which mean? Just the fact that it happened there. Motherfuckers are gonna go. Like more motherfuckers are gonna go, but as like a landmark kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, because we think? just into that kind of shit. Just into that kind of shit. G, look how fucking long. Yeah, look how fucking long the marathon parking lot was busing after Nip got killed, or even just the clothes itself. They couldn't keep that shit. It was selling out crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they had to block out the whole parking lot. You still can't get into the parking lot today. Nip got killed in 2020. Like it's memorialize them everywhere in the world. Yeah, or 2019. Was, didn't value him when he was here though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like that like, Roscoe's he got killed, and I've been in that Roscoe's. Like when I go to LA, I'm in those areas because I got family there too. I don't know if I've been to that one. I've been in like three of them, but I don't know if I've been in that one. It didn't look familiar when I saw it. Yeah, I've been to that one. But it's it's again, it's the hood, right? So yeah. it's and and even again, right? I've I've heard several people have conversations and somebody was talking about it, somebody from LA. And they was like, you know, you saw PMB rock, light skin, curly hair. That shit bothered me immediately. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he looked like a, I don't know if he was saying east side nigga or west side nigga. But he was like, you know, LA broke down in size and immediately just the way he looked, he looked like a, the other side nigga. And I was like, man, why can't we get past these dumb ass conversations? And he's from Philly. Granted. I'm just saying. I, I know he's from Philly. Yeah. And, and be clear, in comparison. I don't give a fuck. First of all, when I first went to LA for the first time, I was like, this the hood? I'm taking the Philly nigga. This the hood. If we're going to war, I'm taking the Philly this nigga. This the hood? Gonna, you know I'm not going to hold you. But, and again, the hood is the hood, no matter what. The hood is a mentality. You yeah, know what you, I mean? you, either you know how to navigate it or not. And you know, it's, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I, 
I don't know if it was the last time I was in LA, but one of the last few times I was in LA, I went to the Sixes. I went to I went to the Sixes. I went to Nip Block, and, and you know just to see what was going on in front of his grandma crib, and nothing was going on except it was a bunch of crips outside. And I was just walking down the street, and they knew I wasn't from around there, and so one of them was older cat too, you know, but hundred percent crip though. You know what I'm saying? But he was just an older dude. He's like, "Yo, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm straight, man. I just you know what I'm saying, coming through to show my respects, or whatever." He like, yeah, and you know, nephew who off the bam, he ooh, he started telling me a whole story about Nip and all that shit. And then we sitting there talking, he like, where you from? Like from Chicago. And, you know, if you've been out of town, that carries weight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially if they, you know, get a certain vibe or whatever. And so I, I just chill with them for probably like an hour, just sitting on the block, just chopping it up with him and various other rolling 60s. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, but it's fucking houses. It's it's like on it's, Friday. It's grass. It's like, like Friday. It's, it's, it's homes. It's like Woodline. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's like Woodline. Yeah, it's it's hood is Woodline, nigga. It's 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 fuck it's fucking interesting like that. But they whole hood is eighty seventh Street. Yeah, it is like Chatham and shit. It's like Chatham. It's, it's interesting. It I mean, is. I mean, it is. Yeah, it like, I was I when I first went there, I was like, man, if this was at the crib, y'all would be y'all would be up. <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely interesting, man. But it, nonetheless, it, it cracked. But Philly, yeah, it's a mindset. If we go in the war, give me Philly. Okay, I told you, only two places I go to the I go to the hood everywhere I go. I just it's just one of the, it's one of my boxes to check off as a tourist wherever the fuck I go. Um, only twice have I been like, whoo, I three times. I'm lying. New Orleans. Okay, that's one for me too. I don't fuck with New Orleans. New Orleans, walking through the hood in New Orleans, I'm like, yo. And my family from New Orleans. I might have went too far this time. That shit ain't healthy. No, I might have went too far this yeah, time. Yeah, that's not okay? healthy. Because, like, you know how, you know how, uh, who was who got the line? You could tell by the way I walk, I ain't from around here. One of them St. Louis tennis niggas had a song. Had a, he's like, you tell by the way I walk, I ain't from around here. Usually, that serves me fucking well. New Orleans, they like, I can tell by the way you walk from right here either, but I don't like it. Okay? <laughs> I don't like it. Nigga, you better eat one of these crawfish before I knock your head off. Okay? And I'm, so that was, that was one, uh, told you about some shit that happened in, uh, in, in Cashville projects out in Nashville, Tennessee. That was some whole, whole other shit. And then Philly. Nigga, Philly is, they may, New Orleans is one of mine too. Philly is third world, Joe. New Orleans is one of mine. I know you about to say DC. DC. Is one of mine, <laughs> and other than that, I'm cool. Yeah, man, it's, it's New Orleans, Philly, and these Cashville projects in somewhere in Nashville. I don't, I don't even know. Let me say, it's, it's for the states, it's New Orleans and Philly. And then that third world shit is everywhere. Like that's different. Yeah, that poverty is different. Exactly. I navigate it, but it's always been uncomfortable. Different. Philly, you know what I mean? Philly looks like some other shit, like a bomb hit it in certain in certain areas. Like yo, are we've we for real right now? Like, is that a dead baby? That baby wasn't really dead. <laughs> like, 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 it's 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 OC man. But uh, like you said, that 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 culture and that that sense of capitalism becomes hyper. Then when you hyper and when you kind of view rap as the way to get out of it, and then especially with this emergence of like drill rap and shit like that, and then the intersection of of music and streets becomes blended in such a way that it's hard to distinguish the two. Then you get all of these rappers being killed. You get this conversation about is being a rapper the most dangerous profession in the country right now? And you got 50 Cent. I think he's one of the executive producers on a new show they got coming out called uh, Hip Hop Homicides. And they are 
uh, kind of just going through uh, a myriad of of homicide cases of, of of rappers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody from uh, uh, shit, all of them. It was it was it was it was all of them, right? Uh, even going back to like Chinks in New York or shit, everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Pop Smoke, all of them. And it was it's it's I'm. I'm torn between wanting to watch it and not wanting to support such a such a project, um, but it's real though. It's real. So this was the third conversation that came out at PNB Rock, and it fits right into this mm-hmm. new topic. I don't even think rap is an art form anymore, and mm-hmm. I mean it in this sense. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's just influencer. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's more image than substance. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like I don't know. At least in my experience, mm-hmm. when you really from the people and of the people, and you vested time in doing and being something great, we usually celebrate it. Sure. Right. Like I remember when Iverson just first came to the league, Man. and I remember Diego was like Iverson's sponsor. Like he was taking him all over the country. Yeah. And they had a Reebok had a whole campaign of just really just driving Iverson in the hoods, hopping out the car at the local court, and going crazy. Yeah. And you could just see the kids, like when they was at the crib, he was over at the, and this was back, uh, 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 what they call the cages, when the cages yeah, was yeah, like yeah. popping. And mm-hmm. it was projects over there and all that type of shit, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They hopped out over there, cages was going, everybody there went crazy in celebration of Ivo. He had on all his Ivo shit. Always had I mean? his Ivo shit. Had all his Ivo shit, he was safe as he could be. Changed three XTs. Good money though, cause yeah. it's Ivo. It's you Ivo. know what I mean? He's us. He's of us, right? I remember I tell a story at time, like just going up to Abbey Park one day and seeing the whole five five up there because Jawan was from the neighborhood. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that was like seeing Jesus for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was a beautiful thing. It's crazy. You know, I, I and celebrity is different, like in Chicago. Like you don't see celebrities just in the hood. But I right. you know, you talked about bump. Right. I saw that bump experience, and bump wasn't even a fucking celebrity, like in a in a national context. Right. But in Chicago, yeah. people looked at that boy like he was Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a <coughs> a love kind of thing that was happening then. Now it's an envy kind of thing, mm. right? And I think the very essence of those the culture, and I'm not saying Ivo is different or any of those people are different. I think the times was different. I think the level of lack was different. I think the level of community was different. But I think that because those those other dynamics have changed, right? And all those people in the spotlight, whether it be rap, whether it be an influencer, whether it be whatever, it looks like you're just stunting on me. Yeah, because there's no there's no communal connection. So you talk about Jawan Howard like being from the neighborhood. Of us. He, right. He's us. So even before he go to Michigan and they Final Four and this and that and it's him and C-Web and Jalen is, is the genuine article too from Detroit. You know what I mean? So like it's even before that you of the community. Bump was of the community. So while simultaneously half the people like oh it's fucking Bump. Half the people like it's fucking Bump. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know what I'm saying? it's, it's, it's kind of this duality to it. Vaughn, right? Half the fucking world's like, oh my fucking God, it's King Vaughn. Everybody else like, it's fucking Vaughn. Like, of course he on block. That's, you know what I'm saying? It's fine. He got on all his fucking jewelry and a million dollars cash. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking fine. Um, it's, it, there's that duality if you are actually of it, right? 
when there is no connection to the community, then shit gets out of whack. And so a lot of these people that you're seeing get killed. And I know there's always been this narrative of you get, you got to leave the crib. You can't stay home, right? They're going to handle you at the crib. And certainly there's some truth to that. But you talk about P&B Rock getting murdered in L.A. Vaughn getting murdered in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, It's another thing I just thought about as you're speaking. Though. Mm-hmm. My son is from 51st Street. Yeah. And if you know the story of drill music in 51st Street, is cracking. 051. 051 is like the anticipus to O Block. Mm-hmm. That's how that shit exists, right? But he ain't really from 51st Street. Not in that sense. Not in that, no sense. Right. His house is on that street. Right. That's what I'm but saying. he don't have that 51st Street experience. Right. But I also see, you know, you young, you writing in your notebooks and shit. He oh, he's 051 to the core. He 051. He 051 to the core. You're going to get him a chain and say 051. Yeah, but has none of that experience. Yeah. Right? So I could imagine, and I, you know, shit, he's 17. So what the PNB rock? 24, 25? Yeah. I don't know. Right? But I could see these kids murdered by a seventeen-year-old. I could see these kids growing up in their in their living room playing the game, not really having any connection to the neighborhood that they're from. Right. So you don't understand the rhythm. Right. You don't mm-hmm. understand. The, you don't understand the culture. You don't have the. You learning the culture of your neighborhood through the lens of rap music or TV too. Yeah, there's there's a certain sixth sense that you need to have to actually navigate those waters. That intuition. Matters of being of it, of being of it. It's right? just what it is, and right? Like I, I grew up on seventy first. I'll be the first to tell you I was not entrenched in some of that shit like a lot of them niggas was. But I was outside and I was in it enough to know I could come past and my intuitions would be like, my spider senses would be like, yeah, y'all got some shit going on today. You can just tell of certain energies who talking to who, who standing where, how motherfuckers acting is like. Man, I went to shit going off in a leave, and fifteen minutes later, like I went to Madison and Pulaski Saturday or Sunday. I remember, yeah. And I'm with my wife, right, right, and she's not from the city, Mm -hmm. so she's she says it all the time. The two places she's most afraid of in the city of Chicago is the West Side and Over East. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I got some business I got to handle on Madison and Pulaski. So we pull up, and she's like, "Well, how long you gonna be? I'm just gonna sit in the car." Mm-mm. No, you're not going Mm-mm. to just sit in the car. That's Mm-mm. the worst place to be. You know sit what I mean? duck? No. So I was like, no, you coming with me. You know what right. I mean? But it, it just, it, it's interesting how the difference in the understanding of the culture. Right. I feel right at home with Madison and Pulaski. Yes. And it, I ain't from the West Side, but I'm, right. I'm good with my people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we walking down the street, G. And I noticed, I'm like, man, I'm racing. I don't walk this goddamn fast. I'm trying to catch Keep up moving. with you. Yeah, right. you scary ass nigga. You walking so goddamn fast. But wait, you with me. You don't even know where you're going. Right. You don't even know where you're going, right? You look looking scared at, out here too. You look like you ain't supposed to be here. Right. You know what I mean? But it's right. that difference. You know what right. I mean? You're here. You of us in regards to like you're part of the culture of blackness and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. But you ain't from this. Right. And I mean that in the sense of not in Madison and Pulaski, but you're not from the hood for real. Yeah. So you don't know how to move through this oh, shit, you know, and you, you look like a fish out of water. Anyway, it translates on yeah. 95th. It translates on 71st. Yeah. It translates on Madison Pulaski. It translates New Orleans, D.C., Philly. Yeah, even when I'm uncomfortable, I'm comfortable, dog. Right, we're going to have to, however this got to go, I'm the prepared to go. The translates. Ahead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if I'm on 71st, it's like, I didn't have uncomfortable, uncomfortable situations there. That's my fucking street and I've had, but the energy translates. Man, I was in China. Motherfucker don't even speak English, but I was in the hood in China. And we had eye contact and said, all right, motherfucker, pull it if you want to. 
<laughs> Put it if you want to, motherfucker. The, 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 the energy translates, and every, everybody, everybody who's of it recognizes it, and it don't it don't it don't take much. You you can feel it in the handshake. You can see it in the look in the eye. You can see it in a walk. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can you can just you can feel it. You understand it. That's only now, though, right? As the generations grow and we produce more kids, yeah. they're going to be the dominant. Those of them who don't know. You can see it in the tweet, nigga. And it's just going to be can, this you can feel narcissistic, you can feel it in the LA story, Hollywood nigga. plastic culture, even in regards to criminality. Yeah. Gee, that shit's scary. It, it is. Because it's no rules there. It is. No rules. I mean, I told people this a long time ago. Man, I got in trouble and I had a little Iowa for my last two years of high school. Mm-hmm. I told people this. I, I said, I've been in more dangerous situations in Cedar Rapids, Iowa than I was in in the south side of Chicago. And people look at me like I'm crazy. And I would say to them, I said, no, man, because them boys' versions of tough came from watching Boys in the Hood. They don't realize that when they say cut, that motherfucker get off the ground. That shit was real to them. Ricky ain't dead, fam. Ricky ain't dead, bro. Right. That ain't how that went, <laughs> right? But they had created this whole kind of idea of ide- this identity of toughness Plan. through the lens of television. Now Shorty's doing that shit's scary, bro. Shorty's doing it on Grand Theft Auto that and whatnot. Right. Now it's yeah, Grand yeah. Theft Auto, a Lil Wayne and yeah, Young Thugger videos. videos. And all that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's some wild shit. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a different energy, and 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 too many of these these young dudes are willing to roll the dice for the sake of notoriety and capitalism, and you got to cash that ticket at some point. You got to cash that ticket at some point, and you know, just 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 part of me wants to say you should be able to do whatever you want to do and move how you want to move. And so, if you want to walk into a a, a a a ghetto restaurant. With quarter million dollar worth of jewelry on and pull up in your quarter million dollar car. If you want to do that, cool. But part of me is like, why would you want to do that? And you can. You can do if that. If you are connected Only to the community. if you make an investment, though. Right. Only if you're connected to the community. Yeah. And so it's one thing to be from somewhere, right? And like, Jada kissing them be out on the block all the time. They're not really gaudy niggas like that or whatever anyway, but if he wanted to, Jadakiss could pull his Rolls Royce up on the corner and Yonkers and chill. We act like this shit is abnormal, though, but it works in reverse, too. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't hop out the car in the Hollywood Hills and motherfuckers not to be like, why you here? You understand what I'm saying? No investment. No, I don't have no any investment there. You're right. I'm, I'm not recognizable. I'm unfamiliar, I'm unfamiliar here. here. It works in reverse. That's just how the shit go. Very unfamiliar here. You know what I mean? That's uh, how the shit go, bro. We got to be able to read the signs a little bit better. Um... Speaking of reading the signs, too, this is hilarious to me, right? I don't know if you've seen this fucking video of the lady who, I don't know, finessed her way into the gig of being the sign language interpreter for the sheriff's department at their live press conference, Joe. She's doing the live press conference. Okay. Hey, salute to all these people, G. They are the greatest frauds in the history of fraudulent behavior. They just pop She over there looking like a baseball coach at third base. She just, <laughs> <laughs> Ozone and turbo out this motherfucker. <laughs> she ain't doing shit. Okay. The, the level of commitment and stick to that it takes the gall, the gumption that it takes to walk into the lion's den. That's what I call every police station I, I go to. We got police friends. 
When I got to go up there and see him sometimes for one thing or another, I'm like, you want me to come into the lion's den? I'm like, stop calling it that. Especially, you know who I'm talking about. She's like, stop calling it that. I'm like, no, it's that. Like, I don't like walking into the lion's den. I'm not sure I'm coming out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she, she has the gall to walk into the lion's den. Salute. And tell the sheriff, look, I know y'all got these press conferences. Y'all should probably, you know, have somebody that can interpret for people who are, Why, are hearing though? impaired. Why, though? Why what? Why do they really have a hearing impaired interpreter the police department? Not going there with you too. You should stop it. <laughs> you should stop it. You should read the fuck legs. <laughs> you should read the fuck legs. All right? I'm going I'm to let you have that one. I'm not going to say nothing else. But come on, that's a good question. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Not come doing on. it. Nope. Oh, shit, I stopped. But I'm just not wondering. Doing it. Not I'm doing just it. wondering. It's like, I don't know. I do have a question about hearing impaired since you're on the topic. <laughs> I'm not going to go there because it's going to be bad. Why is there Braille on drive through ATMs? Maybe. Yeah. Not the walk-up ATMs. Mm-hmm. drive through ATMs. Braille. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there Braille on the bathrooms at movie theaters. Because maybe you came to hear the movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they don't have just, you can't buy the soundtrack to the movie. I mean, you can buy the soundtrack, but you can't buy the, you know what I mean? Not the soundtrack. <laughs> All right, this is going too far. I'm done. Um, um, first of all, this is how ignorant I am. Okay, we're talking about hearing impaired. My dumb ass is talking about Braille for <laughs> blind people. Yeah, you took it in a whole another place. <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving right along. I remember this fine ass girl in high school. When I was in high school. She was fine and a motherfucker. We had a whole hearing impaired department and varying degrees of impairment. But this one girl was fine than a motherfucker. She was like fully deaf. My division teacher was one of the hearing impaired teachers. I got my division teacher to teach me how to say, like, hey, how you doing? What's good? You know what I mean? Because I, listen, I'm trying to get, mm, mm, I'm trying to get the, the, the situation cracked. I know when the young has a hearing impaired department because there was some in my generation. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I don't even want to tell the story sometime. Nah, this, but I know what you're talking about. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. Shorty I know exactly was, what you're talking about. Shorty was cold. But anyway. Um, why are we talking about um, you tweaking? Let me tell you about your brother D. Shout out to Lil Man. Shout out to D. Let me tell you how he buries the lead on me this weekend. Okay, told you I'm in New York. All right, I'm at the Bears game every week. When I'm at the Bears game, I take a picture from the press box and post it on my Instagram story or my Twitter, and I just be like, you know, view from the press box, whatever. Right? Cool. D sees my story. He sends me a message on Instagram. He says, you in New York? So I'm, it's a fucking picture of me in New York Stadium. Not me, but it's a picture of New York Stadium. Say MetLife, Giant Stadium, all that shit. So I said, can't get nothing past you, bro. You, <laughs> you the head detective. Inspect the gadget looking man. Like, you can't get shit past you, D. You are right on it, right? Not leave it alone. Come back later, he like, okay, 
I'm here too. And I'm like, nigga, you should have told me that before the game. I could have came and saw you, whatever. I've been at the stadium for four hours before the game. I could have saw you. After the game, I can't see you. It moves too fast with press conferences and all that shit. I got to go straight downstairs. Mm -hmm. But you could have told me that in your first, like, it ain't like he said, yo, are you in New York? Because I'm here too. He was like, yo, you in New York? Yep, genius. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fuck it. Shout out to my brother D, man. Y'all saw the pictures Love of both of y'all. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't thinking. I didn't realize none of y'all was going to New York. I guess I really don't keep up with no sports no more. Dude. I don't give a fuck what's happening. I, I don't be knowing shit. I love them. Oh, but I, I saw both y'all photos. I was like, oh, I guess that nigga is playing in New York. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up telling me like his section he was sitting in. I found him like with my binoculars and shit. I was like, oh, I'll see you over there in your, in your white Justin Fields jersey. He like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'll see you from up here. Don't worry about it. Nah, that's dope, though, man. I'm, I, 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 I don't support football. But I do want to do one of them city takeover joints just because I just want to go for yeah. the experience. You know what I mean? Well, I think uh, Chicago Bears fans are going to take over Dallas this year and Atlanta as well. There's a lot of Bears fans in New York this weekend, but mm -hmm. Dallas and Atlanta, I know a lot of people are already talking about those, especially the Atlanta joint. Uh, so that that's that's going to be you know one of them places this year. I hate Dallas and Atlanta, though. I just don't like them places. Yeah. I mean, Dallas, I don't really, whatever, Dallas is Dallas. I got a lot of family in Dallas, so I always enjoy to go and see my people, but mm. as a city, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, Dallas, Atlanta, Dallas. I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm cool with Atlanta. I don't I'm like right. the A like that either, man. Right I think, for me, the A represents all the shit we've been talking about today. Like, that's true. it's black, fake Hollywood. You that's know what true. I mean? Just the culture, just like, yeah. No, that's true. You know? That's also true. Uh, we'd be remiss if we did not mention Hurricane Ian, um, I think the last I saw, I'm sure it continues to rise, but the last I saw, the death toll was like 169. Um, people have lost their lives uh, to Hurricane Ian. Um, damage is in the estimation of hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions, uh, just in damages. Um, That's, I, it's fucked up, no yeah, matter what, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, A couple hundred people lose their life. That's not cool. Yeah, it's fucked up no matter what. But the, the advent of technology... The visuals that can be captured. Yeah. This shit is amazing, bro. The wreckage. Not just the wreckage, but even how the wildlife is responding. Oh yeah. Right? Like the 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 sea creatures that are coming down. You the block. sent me a video of a full grown warrus, like warsing down the block. Like somebody's street. Like that shit. Like we don't think about it like this because we so comfortable. You walk outside and there's a fucking warrus on the sidewalk? Gee, we so comfortable. We're so comfortable, G. Chicago sits on the greatest earthquake fault in the history of the world. So when this, it, when it happens, because it's in, inevitable, this should go. This go all be in the lake. You understand me? Okay. But we're comfortable, mm -hmm. right? Like the, the nip line. He's like, I'm comfortable, like the ground underneath my feet. Yeah. Like we just expected to be there. Yeah. But even in regards to the context of capitalism or whatever, right? Thinking about, think about this shit. That our, our our, our desire to get to capital is about security. For sure. Right? Women choose men based on their ability to provide because of their fear of lack of security. For sure. Right? But in reality, mm -hmm. the universe shows you every day ain't nothing in this motherfucker safe. You can't fuck with me, Joe. We could change the dynamic on this shit with any moment that we want to. You can't fuck with me. You Joe. can't fuck with me, bro. Ain't none of this shit safe. Safe nah, ain't a real concept. Whenever I say so. Whenever I say so, this shit up. done. It's up. It's up, G. Okay, 80% of, uh, of this earth is water. When I choose to send the water to the land, 
Y'all smoke. If I choose to sit in the wind, you smoke. If I choose to sit in the fire, you smoke. Whatever the fuck I choose to do. Shake the ground you sitting on. You smoked. Right. There's no real construct of security. It's a falsehood. Yeah. Right? If I let the sun get too hot. You dead. Yeah. Security is a lie. It's not a real thing. Yeah. Right? So it was just interesting. Like we see it taking place in all these like life-changing events where this weather takes over. Facts. You know what I mean? But it's just amazing. Even in regards, like we've been talking about capitalism a lot today, there was like a, I can't, I don't know the neighborhood because I'm not from Florida or nothing like that, right. but there's some very wealthy uh, community in Florida. They just Lots talked about them. all of the damage and they were showing video and shit. Like you was a uh, Bentley grill over here and mm. McLaren grill over here. And it's over for that shit. 100 foot yacht. Yeah, I, I saw a whole bay of a yachts. Marina, yeah, a yeah. marina of yachts. Mm-hmm. All these yachts was X amount of hundreds of millions, thousands of dollars. Yeah. All that shit is just pieces of wood today. That's it. That shit done. That's it. You understand me? It just, it's yeah. just very interesting to see that shit. But he, it's but, also indicative of what you was just saying, though. My bad to cut you off. But it's indicative of what you were just saying. Here's something that is designed for the water. Not this much motherfucking water, nigga. When I send enough... I don't care what you. It's got. for the water, and the water said, "No, the fuck it ain't." You can have a Noah. You can have Noah's Ark in this motherfucker if you want to. Okay, this is not for this water. Not this water. Not this water. Not this water. Yeah, but but the advent of technology, though, to see them photographs or videos or like the just, te- I saw a motherfucking crocodile or alligator, something in somebody's living room, bro. Do you? I'd have died then. wasn't cool. I was watching. The, I was watching the, a news report. The report was down there. They handing out water and food and supplies and stuff like that, and. Uh, she was saying that, you know, it's like, well, how long have y'all been out there? When did the people start coming to show up? Are they getting to the supplies? And like, yeah, people start showing up as soon as the sun came up because everybody understands that there are crocodiles, alligators, and snakes in the water. And so... They don't want to fuck with that. And not at night. We're not... Mm-mm. I wouldn't want to fuck with it. I'd starve because I'm not getting fucked at. <laughs> they, 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 like, they like... So when the sun came up, then the people started to come out and get them because those are... You know, alligators, they, they nocturnal feeders for the most part. I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they mostly nocturnal feeders. So even like, I watch that show like... Um, uh, I know you're an animal planet nigga. Yeah, yeah, but I watch uh, Swamp People a lot. And they catch alligators all day. But what they do is they go out and set their lines, hang them. And then overnight, when the alligators come out, feed. They come catch them off the catch lines off in the morning. Lines. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, but yeah, they, they nocturnal hunters and whatnot. So uh, at night... You come outside in there, and all you will see is they lights. They, they, if you the, see that, that right? That if you see that, right? Because by the time you see that, you dead. <laughs> you could. <laughs> you could. You'd rather not see that, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the show, like they go out there at night because they'll go scouting for good places to, you know, what I'm saying, set them, mm-hmm. and you would just see on the water hundreds of eyes just. You know what I'm saying? Just and I don't know why I made that noise. It'd be weird. That's no That was an alligator noise. That was that was not that. That was that old movie. That was that old fufu shit. <laughs> the guys must be crazy. I don't know why that noise came out. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, that's that's wild, man. But all seriousness, man, uh, thoughts and prayers to everybody impacted by Hurricane I, and certainly to all the people who lost their lives, their families, their loved ones, everybody who lost their. Um, Livelihoods, their homes, and that's another conversation about it—the the wealth of it, you know, all and the business of it. I know somebody who's an insurance adjuster who chases these uh, natural disasters and these, you know, catastrophic weather events because it's a cash cow. You know I also saying? heard about 
uh, 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 stock market dropping at some levels because of how many insurance companies have been going underground because of how many claims have been made in the last X amount of yeah. years. Yeah. Like, we don't talk about how global warming is such a real thing. I, it's funny, man. I went to the mosh yesterday mm-hmm. and I went to holler at uh, Mr. Ishmael and he had a conversation that Mr. Farrakhan's been having for a while about. You know, just, and it was in different contexts. It wasn't about the science of global warming. It was more about, you know, the gods punishing America for what America has been to the world. Right. And them leveraging the weather to do so, right? Like I said, that weather makes you know very clearly there's no such thing as stability. There's no right. such thing as safety. Right. right? And, they, they, you know, he just used a very different analogy. Matter of fact, it was an interesting sermon, man, because he talked about it. The, the context of the Bible and how it's used in the Quran and he talked about the context of the story of the Jews and who the real original Jews were and he was saying it was black people he was saying because we've been enslaved for this amount of time and we coming up out of said slavery and all this or whatever and the Jews don't have that same kind of claim to time so it really can't be them and he was like this is the new is uh, 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 where's the Jews homeland uh, uh, Jerusalem Line. Yeah, Jerusalem. But it was it was, very, it was a very interesting Space analogy. Juice. You know what I mean? Uh, but again, without the science of global warming, he was just talking about the universe being the universe and operating universally, right? Yeah. So to the point that Salim says, right, this shit is thwarted or thrust and stands on the necks of how how much you can kind of like take advantage of people. That's it. That's how America works. And I mean at every level, even us. That's it. Right? We don't think of it like that, but nigga, us going around with these cell phones is because they cutting off somebody's hand in some other country. Is that facts? You know what I mean? It just is what it is. The comforts that we enjoy is about making a whole lot of other motherfuckers very uncomfortable. I love these fucking shoes. Some fucking four-year-old was in a factory for 16 hours so I could wear these fucking shoes. Nah, that's real shit. I know that. It's not cool, but I still got the fucking shoes on. It it just is the very nature, right? So, but... That, that that insurance claims and them, and them companies have been going under underwater because they're spending out so much money because so much shit is happening simultaneously. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. every year we having another one of these conversations. That's true. Or two or three. That's you true. know what I mean? Like it's 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 some amazing shit. Nobody cares, man. Everybody is out for self, man. Uh, one last thing before we get out of here, man. Um, I don't the video of. These cops, and I forget where they were, unfortunately. Um, but these cops kidnapped this woman, tied her to the train tracks, and let her be hit by a speeding freight train. Now, if you or I did that, right? And I said it, I described it the way I described it on purpose, because one, that's what the fuck they did. But two, if I kidnapped somebody, and tied them to the point of immobility on the train tracks and left them there to be hit by a speeding freight train. They put me under the jail and tried to give me a death penalty. Several cops did that to a young woman um, somewhere, somewhere like West. I can't, I don't want to expect exactly what was that. Um, they allegedly had gotten a report of a woman brandishing a firearm during a road rage dispute. They get to the scene. They pull this woman over, right? They put the lights on behind her. She pulls over. They pull her over. Cops got the car. They pull her out of the car, handcuff her, 
detain her in the back of the police squad car. Fucking dumbass police have put their squad car on the tracks, on the train tracks, and left their squad car there with the lady in the back of it while they go search her vehicle to look for this alleged firearm, which they never found. Never found a firearm. The lady ultimately was never going to be charged with having a firearm. But y'all kidnapped her, snatched her out of her vehicle, tied her up, left her on the train tracks to be hit by a speeding train. While they were searching her vehicle, you start to hear the train horn come. Because the train is looking up like, why the fuck is it a police car on the track? So they blow the horn. Police don't even hear it at first. This is all from their body cam footage. Police don't even really pay no attention at first. Then the train blows it again a couple of times, and then you hear one of the female officers go, "Oh!" And then they like they look up like then they're like, "Oh shit!" And so now they're trying to scramble out of her car, get try to go back to their car, and they just kind of just looking. There's a third officer who's close enough. He's standing by the squad car, close enough to pull the lady out the truck, but he's like. Do I got time to? Yeah, he hesitant. Like he's like he's making he making a, a personal decision. Like, do I pull this lady out or do I like? And he ultimately self preservation was like, man, fuck shorty. And the train barrels in, hits the squad car with her in it, tied up, handcuffed behind her back, knocks the fucking squad car hundreds of yards down the tracks. Miraculously, the lady did not die. Uh, at least she hasn't. Uh, she's got. Nine broken ribs, a cracked cranium, multiple internal injuries, punctured this, punctured that. Um, so that's why I say so far, I don't think she's died, but certainly she could still succumb to her injuries. But even if she does not, hopefully she does not. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? Like arrogance, stupidity, narcissism, incompetence, incompetence. It's a whole bunch of shit, right? But on the back end of that, like the whole time you was talking, I was thinking to myself, I hope she survives and soothes this shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, they gonna, right? they probably gonna cut a fucking honey meal, but so the fuck but, what? But I'm only saying this to this yeah. sense. That's indicative of how infected I am even with yep. construct capitalism, yep. right? Yep. Because she's going to be fucked up for the rest of ever. That's what I've heard. Everybody says heard the story. She gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. She got hit by a fucking freight train. Yeah, and she after she got kidnapped and tied to the tracks, for fucking ever for no other reason than all of the ones we just spewed. That's it. Incompetence. Arrogance, she was a young ignorance. woman of color, Hispanic or native or something like that. You can see it in, in her photos and her name, right? Um, terrible, man. Terrible. No fucking way, y'all do that to a fucking white woman. Snatch out of her car, no evidence of nothing. Y'all don't be like, hey, just you know, sit over here. You know what I mean? Y'all handcuff this lady, put in the back of the car that's on the fucking train tracks, and let her get barreled down by a speeding freight. That's that's the value of whiteness in the sense of of, of the construct of America, right? There's at least some value there. All of the, all of that shit, the incompetence of being parked on a, a damn train track. That's it's fucking just dumb, insane. You don't bro. realize you're on the tracks, bro. Right, but there's a right. There's a lineage here, right? There's a cause and effect to everything, yeah. right? So, but because of the respect and the value that they have of whiteness and white folks, it yeah. wouldn't have never. That car might have got burrowed through. 
Right. Because of your own incompetence of parking on the tracks. Maybe you didn't even recognize it. Maybe you in Wyoming, you ain't no like gonna be me. What none of the whatever the fuck it was, mm-hmm. right? But the very respect of the, the the nature of the respect that you're gonna give to a white human being yes. doesn't put them in that car. No. That's what I'm saying. That's that that's the white woman. Even if you believe she had a firearm in the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, ma'am, we need you to pull up, step out of the car, sit down on the curb, we're gonna check, and you know, we get you on your way. Mm-mm. Not not the young woman of color. Y'all kidnap her, tie her up, put her on the tracks. At some point, you got the you got the lights going, you got your headlights on, her lights on. Even if you didn't initially realize when you pulled over that you had stopped your own car on the tracks, which was fucking dumb of you in the first place. Stupid, stupid. When you stepped out the fucking truck, you're like, oh shit, these are tracks. Or certainly when y'all walked her back to the truck, to the truck, you're like, this is these are train tracks. We should probably move this fucking squad car. Fucking train track. We should move the squad car. And if you are the police, you would have to know that the train actually. You this your town. Police of this town. (laughs) There's a train that comes through this motherfucker, you idiot. Like, what are you doing? It's at least three of y'all on the scene. Nobody hears the fucking train the first time. You know what I'm saying? A train. A train can't stop once it's within a mile and a half. It can't. It's cooked. That's why the robots is coming, man. Our own ignorance and arrogance is getting us to the point where the robots have got to take control. They got to be the daddy. That shit is that shit is that shit is not cool, man. That is unfortunate. Very very sorry to that woman, man. Something has to be fucking done about the police, man. You cannot kidnap somebody and tie them to a fucking train and let them lead them to be fucking killed by a fucking freight. We got to defund the police. That's one, yeah. right? And we got to stop making taxpayers responsible for their fuck ups. Because right? that's who's gonna pay the hundred mil, right? There should be insurance. Every every police officer have a, a personal insurance bond. That's a good plan. Whereas if your ass gets in trouble, you pay out that personal bond. That was um, mm-hmm. Dick Gregory's been been screaming. He was screaming about that for a long time. Make yeah, the, take out the defund police probably people saying the same shit, right? It's, that's part of the conversation. Yeah, but Dick Gregory was always saying, like, <laughs> like, you know why? He was like, do you, do you hate me more than you love your kids? You hate me so bad you ain't gonna feed your kids, but if you tie the insurance to them, now they got to think twice before you fucking kidnap a woman and tie her to the trash. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, really? right. Do it for doctors and malpractice and shit. What the fuck is wrong? Ooh, these motherfuckers get on my nerves, man. That's that's absolutely terrible. I hope that woman is able to live some semblance of a normal life at some freaking point. Um, one last thing, man. Uh, we talked about Hurricane Ian killing 169 people. Um, and we were talking about the, the sister that the police, you know, kidnapped and tied to the tracks. And I do think she was of, 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 you know, some Hispanic descent. Um, you can't really fuck. Well, let me not even say that. Cause I don't even know. I don't even know where this happened at, but soccer fans, I think this one was in Thailand. Soccer fans, nigga. You can't fuck with them, G. They dedicated, G. This is the biggest sport in the world. The biggest sport in the world by a mile, okay? Basketball, football, baseball don't come close, okay? It's soccer by a mile. Uh, football everywhere else. Um, 129 people killed in a stampede at a soccer game because they broke out into a fucking riot and shit. And, and, it, the, 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 and it's not uncommon. The crowds and audiences often. are violent at the goddamn soccer games. People die at soccer games. It's some different shit. Often. Yeah, it's some different. And they racist than a motherfucker. Oh, they go ham, Joe. Oh, they racist. They, they throw go ham. bananas on the field. They they wild, bro. They throw bananas. They throw, um, what you call it? Like, 
when the police are supposed like, when they trying to like block on the street, what you call the little light things they can light up, like little firecracker things or whatever? Uh, flares. Flares. They be throwing flares, G. Yeah, they different, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's OC, G. OC as hell. 129 people died in a soccer match because of a fucking stampede in a stampede. <sighs> OC. Yeah, that's out of control. We got a slide. We will see y'all again very, very soon on Friday. We appreciate y'all tuning in to Herbin 2. It is intellectual thuggery at its absolute finest. Huge shout out to Sean Rocker doing all of the hard yes, work sir. behind the Sean camera. Rocker. Shout out to y'all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all as always. We will see y'all soon for two. My name is Herb. Y'all be good to each other. Peace.